And in Psalm 119, starting in verse 121, Psalm 119, verse 121, I have done judgment and justice. Leave me not to mine oppressors. Be surety for thy servant for good. Let not the proud oppress me. Mine eyes fail for thy salvation and for the word of thy righteousness. Deal with thy servant according unto thy mercy and teach me thy statutes. I am thy servant. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimonies. It is time for the Lord to work, for they have made void thy law. Therefore, I love thy commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. So we're on page eight, uh, nine, all the way last page. Man, just breezing right through. Yes, sir. Stop. You started interrupting at the beginning. Before you start, <laughs> <laughs> you said that verse that you, you, when you talk, we've talked before, and you said you have your testimony when you go out and witness, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you remember all the verses. Sure, yeah. And that, that basically says it right here. I'm thy servant. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimony. Yeah. So when you're testifying about what ha- what occurred in your life, mm-hmm. you're you're speaking the truth, right? right. So you're, you're talking about that's his testimony. Yeah. He, he basically says. Yeah, it. it's a testimony that he right. is the right. Savior that, that he has said he is. You know, he, right. he, you know, he came to this earth. He lived as a sinless man and he gave up that life as a lamb of God and he uh and he rose again in victory and he did that to to be an offering for our sins and I testify that he forgave me for my sins. I right. I testify that he is that God that uh, laid down his life to save me from my sins. And so uh our again we we often feel like we have to win an argument. We don't have to win an argument. We simply say what happened to us. We are witnesses right. of him. And uh, it took a couple so of years, but that's full circle. Huh? It took a couple of years, but that's full circle right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so on page page nine, we're on item number eight, which is verse one twenty one twenty eight. And one twenty eight is a continuation of the previous two verses because it says in one twenty six, it is time for the Lord to work, for they have made void thy law. And verse one twenty seven starts with, therefore I love thy commandments above gold, yea above fine gold. So that's tied to the previous verse, for they have made void thy law. But I love thy commandments above gold. And then verse one twenty eight, therefore I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. And I think that's also part of our testimony. That listen, whatever everybody else is doing. I'm following God. <laughs> God makes the rules and what he says is right. And that's that, that's a great deal of what's what we're looking at tonight is uh, that testimony of God is right about all everything. And so um, I have this note the, the, or, or no, I'm sorry, letter A there is it is a great gift to find the knowledge that God is right about everything. And there is not anything that he's not right about. <laughs> And so listen, and again, I'm always tempted to say the same things. I know I'm not the only one where when it feels like people are going insane in the world around us, you know, listen, God's ways are the right ways and they are the way in which to walk through this world. And if you don't have that, well, it's on display all around us. Just how crazy, nuts, silly, just off the rails people can go and they're not done yet. It's going to keep. Listen, if, if people are willing, we're going to we're going to be living in Sodom, and who knows how short a time that will be, Patrick? Well, to what you're saying about basically everything in the Bible is true. Mm-hmm. There's forty. There's forty six uses of the word conceived. Forty are about talking 
about a child. A child. Right? So there, there's your truth right there. Yeah. That's the point of when it becomes a person. Right. And, you know, there is many instances in the Bible <laughs> of, of someone in the womb, you know, responding or moving or something. You know, Jeremiah, you know, in the womb, God called him, you know, to, to be his man. And John the Baptist in the womb responded to the Lord's presence uh, in Mary. So, <laughs> and, and so all of those, uh, God makes the rules. God is the source of truth. God's word is all true, every bit of it. And, you know, there's so many people that are quick to say the Bible's full of inconsistencies and, and contradictions. No, it's not. <laughs> the problem is our understanding. You know, and listen, I'm not I don't I don't say that I know everything in the Bible, exactly what it means. But I am learning right. and I am growing. And I listen, this Bible, this word of God is true. And listen, people are free in this country to believe what they want. You are at liberty to believe what you want. But there are consequences for disregarding the, the ways of God and for walking in your own ways. And so uh, the, the blanks there, did I ever say the blanks? <laughs> the blanks are the treasure of the truth. The treasure of the truth. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right. And I hate every false way. And I'm glad Patrick mentioned testimony because, again, we walk with God. We make the best decisions we can every day. We're not perfect, but we walk with God. We try to be the person that God wants us to be. We have his help helping us to be the people he wants us to be. And we are walking with God. Everybody else will have to choose which way you're going to go. But that that everybody's path ends somewhere. You know, Satan is a great liar. He is a great trickster. And he is tricking people into being consumed in the moment. It's all about how I feel right now. It's all about what I think, what I feel right now. Listen, it's a very smart thing to do. The Bible says the beginning of the, the uh, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That thought of I'm going to meet God someday. I better be concerned about my life and whether or not I'm walking in the way he tells me to walk. And if you're not, well, there's you ought to be concerned about that. Being being afraid or concerned about the consequences of our actions and our choices, that's wisdom. To be concerned. <laughs> to take your sins to God and confess them. You know, and, and so listen, our place is to recognize that God is right about everything. That changes the way you look at things. When you recognize that everything that God has said is true. And his work and his his place in our lives is paramount. There's nothing more important than, than than God's place in my life. That is paramount. Nothing else should take the 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 place of preeminence in my life besides the Lord himself. The Lord Jesus Christ, not just my savior, he is Lord. He is the Lord of my life. And that, of course, we all know there's a lot of things that get tossed about around in religion pretty much freely without much thought to it. I remember seeing O.J. Simpson after the trial saying, you know, uh, something about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is my king and my savior. That, huh? He, yeah. <laughs> well, my point being is that really did not play out too well for that testimony. So, my, again, listen, the point is, is we are to walk with God. And we are to, 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 to testify daily that He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through Him. 
And so I have some notes underneath that, that this is uh, so letter A is it is a great gift to find the knowledge that God is right about everything. It is a great gift. So I have two notes about that. This is the product of faith, the vision to see the Lord and his ways for what they are. Truth, safety, blessings and reward. So I'm going to read this again. This is the product of faith. In other words, that God is right about everything. This is the product of faith, the vision to see the Lord and his ways for what they are. Truth, safety, blessings and reward. And so uh, I have a couple of verses about that. Second Corinthians five, verse seven. It's a it's it's a it's a parenthetical between two thoughts. First uh, Corinthians, second Corinthians, chapter uh, five. Sorry. Verse seven. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seven. Um, huh? Nope, that's seven, verse five. How about that? Okay, I'll get there. All right. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Let me just read the, the whole verse. Verse six. Uh, Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that while we are, whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And so that parenthetical there in verse seven, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We are not supposed to walk according to what you can see in this world. Because, listen, Satan, again, he's a great liar. He's a, you know, and and there's so many pictures of this in the Bible that you are not to react just to what people say or what to you, what you see before you. You are supposed to walk by faith. You know, God tells and you see Israel coming out from Egypt, God, you know, bringing them out by a high hand. They come to the Red Sea, pretty much the very first test of their faith (laughs) after everything that they had seen. God judging Egypt with this mighty power, you know, to to judge their gods and to and to to defeat the Egyptians. You know, even when uh, um, as Israel was still there, you know, one of the Egyptians is or one of the counselors says to Egypt, don't you know that Egypt is destroyed? The, the nation had been absolutely decimated. God had conquered their enemies and brought them out by a high hand. Their first chance to to really respond in faith to their circumstances at the Red Sea. The, the prevailing thing that is their response is you've brought us out here to die. Everything that God had done, everything that he had done to show that he is God and that he is there for them and he is their rock and their protection goes right out the window at the first test of faith. And of course, Moses said, stand still and you will see the salvation of the Lord. And God parted the Red Sea before them. Listen, we are not to walk according to what we see with our eyes. We are to walk by faith. It's crucial for us as Christians to know what God says and to walk according to the truth that he has shown to us. And so uh, we walk by faith and not by sight. In Matthew chapter five, I'd like to. Visit, revisit this with you again. Matthew chapter 5, verse 1. I'll give you guys a second. Matthew chapter 5, verse 1. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. 
Blessed are the peace peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are, are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. And if you notice all of these things that are listed here about blessed the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. These are things that that listen, you don't come to these perspective by walking according to the flesh and walking according to uh, man's senses. You get to these perspectives by faith. And, you know, the understanding of the poor in spirit, I think that's about understanding that I need God to save me. I need his forgiveness and mercy. I am poor in spirit and all these perspectives. And especially this one, verse eight, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart. You know, and listen, our society has got so much garbage everywhere you look. At every turn, there's so much filth and garbage in the world and it can worm its way into your heart, into your mind, into the way you look and and think about everything. And listen, (laughs) we need to be careful. The child of God needs to be careful what he lets go before his eyes because it, it corrupts you. If you let sin come into your life and have place there, it will corrupt you. And left unattended, it will grow and it will destroy you. It will certainly destroy your testimony. There are so many examples of that in the Bible. So there are places to recognize God's ways are the right ways. His ways are the only ways I need to be concerned about. And, And so many, Melissa and I were talking about this on the way here. You know, so many of us fail to understand that this life as a child of God, as a Christian, was never meant to be easy. It was never meant to be convenient. If you're going to follow God, you're going to go against the flow. Always. That's always the truth. If you're going to follow God, you're going to go against the flow. And if you're going to follow God, you're going to have his enemies for your enemies. And so even if everybody around you treats you like a king (laughs) uh, and treats you like you're just the most wonderful person in the world, we know that's not going to be the king. But you're still going to have Satan for an enemy. If you're going to walk with God, he's not going to be happy to let you walk that way. And so he's going to oppose us. And yet this life is a very short period of time in which we have to be faithful to God. That we have to advertise to a world that's aligned against us that It doesn't matter what the world says. I'm going to follow God. I'm going to be his disciple. I'm going to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And it doesn't matter what the world tells me, what is is and is not a good idea. And again, you know, you guys don't need me to to tell you again about this world and and how, you know, they they will just destroy you on social media for 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 even saying anything that goes against their their parade of ideas. You know, I mean, it, it is so ridiculous that, you know, just the two things pastor mentioned that, that, that they could have a, a drag queen show for what was it? First graders. First graders. That goes against every form of common sense you could possibly think of. And yet they're going to do it. But that's the way of this world. That is the way of our country. That's the way we have gone. And because there's never, there, there have been several turns along the road in which Christians should have stood. 
And yet we've surrendered the public square. Often we have uh, we, we've let people cow us down, you know, and, and then the uh, the, the uh, what not the Episcopalian Church, the uh, Presbyterian. Presbyterian Presbyterian Church. You know, they often that they were they were a very godly group of people years ago. And they they believed in the doctrine doctrines of the Bible. They preached the word of God. I heard a Presbyterian te- preacher. What was this? Thirty years ago, <laughs> at Lighthouse, there's a Presbyterian preacher. You don't remember that? Yeah, my number. I don't do good with. I don't do good with numbers. <laughs> if it was two years ago, it could have been twenty. <laughs> uh, anyway, the point is, is he he preached the word of God. He was an older man, much older. What was he? 60, 70? No, no, they came to Lighthouse and he preached that thing. Anyway, my, between the two of us, we usually make a good mind. But, yeah. You know, anyway, <laughs> anyway, our place is to walk by faith and doesn't matter what the world says around us. And even look at that. You can't just follow what the churches are doing because they're all going off the rails. And this is proof positive. Hey, when man, when you're when your pastor or your church goes off a cliff, you don't go after him. You stick with God. Brother Patrick. You were talking about blessed are the pure at heart for they shall see God's yeah. name, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a basically a match in Psalm twelve six. The words of the Lord are pure words. Amen. As silver tried in a furnace of furnace of earth purified seven times. Amen. So. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And and that's again, you know, you you keep your eyes on the Lord. You know, and I every time I I tend to look at the headlines or whatever, I just discourages me. And uh, it doesn't have to be that way. I think probably if I was a stronger person or something, it wouldn't be that way. But uh, I, you look in the world, you can get discouraged. You, you take the world's entertainment to be yours, you'll be corrupted. You know, they, we need to keep our eyes on the Lord and walk with him. And listen, that's not to say, I don't, I don't think it's saying that you can't have entertainment, but it needs to be good entertainment. It needs to be something pure. If it's filth, we shouldn't have it before us. That's not just movies, books, whatever. We need to be careful about what we put in our minds and walk with God. And so, um, so again, that note was, this is, this, uh, it is a, letter A was, it is a great gift to find the knowledge that God is right about everything. And the first note was, this is the product of faith, the vision to see the Lord and his ways for what they are, truth, safety, blessing, and reward. And, um, and so we then, we looked at 1 Corinthians 5, walk by faith and not by sight. And uh, and the, the perspectives of faith that are different from the world's. And so I have another note underneath that. The more you walk by faith, the more you will see, the more you will understand the truth. You know, so many of us, I know many of us here can testify of how things are really different from now. You know, having walked with God for some time compared to when you first got saved and you didn't understand hardly anything. You know, is anybody else like that? <laughs> Uh, I, I certainly did not get it all <laughs> when I got saved. You know, when she and I met, I had been saved for a number of years, but I didn't know the first thing about walking with God. Not the first thing. And it was many years uh, later that, uh, that, that, that we just started, try, you know, seeking the Lord and following after Him. And I'm still, you know, I'm still just a learner. We all are. But um, so then letter I here in your notes is, it is of inestimable, 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 <laughs> Oh, it's late. What's night? It is of inestimable. I'm not going to be able to say it. Inestimable. Inestimable. <laughs> Value to know that. I, I swear I was able to say this plenty of times before tonight. 
Uh, it is of inestimable value to know that the source of all wisdom and truth is God. It is of incredible value to know that the source of all wisdom and truth is God. Now, if you're going to have truth in this world, it came from God. <laughs> and of course, we, we talked about that verse in John 14. The Lord Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. And no man cometh unto the father but by me. And so, uh, you know, and, and the Bible used to be part of kids school books. This is so many years ago. You know, but even when I was in school, I can remember in, in kindergarten, in first grades, uh, you know, it was just part, you know, talking about God was part of the learning process. And that's very good. It's very good for kids to learn from an early age that God is who you follow. God is who you account to. And if you don't have that, you're going to have problems for sure. Were you going to say something? With all these weird things going on today, I'm starting to see a, a, a parallel where basically you can see that everything is happening. You can you can see it's an attack of God's word at yeah. some point. This dismantling, you know, dismantling its right. its effect in society. Right. And so now those of us who you know proclaim the word of God as being the the banner under which we walk and and obey, you know, we look like aliens to people who are walking according to the world. We look like total. Aliens, just completely way out there, <laughs> and uh, that's okay. I'd, I'd rather be associated as an alien than uh, than to be walking along the course of this world again as they as they go completely off the rails and off the cliff. I, I don't want to be numbered with them. I'd rather be counted as as a complete weirdo in their eyes. That's fine. Peculiar, huh? Peculiar, yeah. And so, there, uh, in, in, turn with me to Psalm 25, please. I'd like you to see this. Psalm 25. We're not going to read all of it, but uh, if you'd like to, this is some wonderful verses. And there's a lot of other things in here. This is a Psalm of David. The verses we're going to focus on is wanting God to be your teacher, your leader. And yet, a lot of this passage is also in God be merciful to me. God deliver me from iniquity. And, and so, and don't number my transgressions. Or remember not the sins of my youth. So there's a lot in here about a lot of different things. So uh, in Psalm 25, starting in verse 4, he says, let me just start in verse 1 just for these. So unto the Lord, O Lord, unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. And then uh, verse 9, the meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and, and his testimonies. In verse 12, what man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. Verse 14, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant. Verse 21, let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. That utter dependence upon God, that utter, you know, listen, without God, we're in the dark. And we're just bumbling around without God to guide us. And we talked before, I, I don't know, a few weeks ago, I guess, about how when we were in Japan and, and all the towers that, 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 say, that the military lived in were these star-shaped towers. And they were like nine stories tall. 
And so it was possible to get the bugs out. <laughs> but, you know, Casey was, uh, was a baby, and so I had to get up in the middle of the night and go get a bottle, and she did everything else. <laughs> and so anyway, I'd go to the kitchen, flip the light on, and the cockroaches scatter. You know, cockroaches everywhere. Man, it was disgusting. <laughs> and uh, anyway, they don't like the light. <laughs> they don't like the light. And so listen, without the Lord, we are just cockroaches in the dark. It's the truth. You know, on our own, left to ourselves, we have nothing but sin. We have nothing but evil. Man's carnal appetites. A man left to himself will destroy himself. You know, and so many people throughout, you know, history of America, you know, we there were times where America did not in our society encourage wrong things. You're expect, expected to be a good father. You're expected to be a, a good citizen. You're expected. And if you weren't those things, you kept it in the closet. But even in society, they're being told if you have it in the closet, it's wrong. And now, <laughs> now it's on display. This is this is what everybody should be. And if you don't agree, then you're you're hated and you're despised. And I think it's showing members that they'll become lovers of themselves. Yeah. And I think Romans one. Everybody's like just keeping their mouth shut because they're afraid of losing their job. Or right. So they're not even speaking up. Yeah. And, and I mean. Yeah, and I, I I don't want to list things, but I mean, there's been plenty of people that were canceled, lost their jobs, fired over, you know, the most benign things, practically just just not going along with the with the uh, the narrative of uh, of people's perspectives about about all kinds of things. But usually these days it's about the culture of uh, sexual deviancy. It's everywhere. You know, it's part of everything. If you're not with that program, then you're evil. That from their perspective, you know, if you if you're not promoting it, you're evil. You know, I, I told you guys before about I mean, what was it? Ten years ago, the coexist bumper stickers were everywhere. You know, just everybody just get along. And then when you let them come along, you know, now they say there's no room for you. <laughs> that's, that's the world that we live in. And so, uh, again, I recommend you read Psalm 25 if you haven't recently. And and so uh, I have this note underneath that that so all these passages. You know, show me thy. I love this verse. Show me verse four. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. And so I have this note underneath that, that all men will learn either from God or from the world, the flesh and the devil. You every little one that you see, they will learn. You either teach them God's ways or they will learn something. You teach them God chooses right. God chooses the right way. You have to choose to follow God. And if you don't teach them these things, they will learn. They will learn from from the world, the flesh and the devil. And so number two here is it is also a great treasure to know there is no goodness or truth that can be found in man. And in verse, it's here in your notes, Psalm 7, or Romans 7, verse 18. For I know that in me, this is Paul, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform it, how to perform that which is good, I find not. And this, of course, is from an apostle, a man of God. And he says, to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. You and I cannot be good apart from God's help and enabling us. And let me just tell you, let me just say part of my testimony as a believer 
is that I've often had to have God correct me to get me to stop doing one thing and to start doing the other. Because I have an old man, and that old man essentially has to be taught there are consequences for bad choices. Anyone else feel like God had your number? <laughs> and that, you know, you make a bad choice, you knew it was wrong, you, and, you st- and you got in trouble for it. Anybody else ever feel like, man, it seems like everybody else gets away with everything, but it feels like I get away with nothing. <laughs> uh, come on, somebody give me a hand. <laughs> I get away with nothing, man. <laughs> but I need that. I know I need that. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Right. Well, but God has the cheat codes. <laughs> he, he has the he has the power to make us to make us go forward. He has the power to and on our own we can only fail. Yeah. No, and and and, and without the Lord, you know, we we can only mess it up. That's the bottom line. And so, um, for I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. And so I have this note underneath that, that this is something that God teaches. Men, by default, think too highly of themselves. The idea of, you know, <laughs> the idea that I can't do good. There's not good in me. You know, that's not the default thought of man. The default view of man is often, most of the time, I am pretty good. I am better than that guy, you know. <laughs> And so um, and in Psalm 118, verse uh, 8 and 9, I'd like you to see this. So that's my number two in here. Psalm 118, verses 8 and 9. That's Psalm 118, verses 8 and 9. There are people that say these are the middle verses in the Bible. I've never counted all the verses before and all the verses after. But it could be. <laughs> you, you flip your boat, book open to about halfway and, you know, you might hit there. <laughs> Psalm 118, verse 8 says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. You know, that's pretty good advice no matter where you are. And even in the realm of politics, you know, you can have a person you think he's the best person or the, uh, I think she's the best person for the job. And they might be saying all the right things. But listen, you can't put your trust in them. You can only put your trust in the Lord. <laughs> We're supposed to make good choices. We're supposed to, to you know, not go with the one who, who, who says the right things or whatever and, and just doesn't have anything to back up. We're supposed to do our research. We're supposed to find out who the best candidates are, but you don't put your trust in them. You know, if we had every single office turn over to the best possible person in America, they could not fix this mess. Only God is going to fix the human race. And that's only if you trust in him. <laughs> And so um, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And so this is all under the thought of it is also a great treasure to know that there is no goodness or truth that can be found in man. Man is not the source of truth. God is. And we are disciples of God. We're followers of God as dear children, like it says in Ephesians 5. Followers of God as dear children. That's that would be the most advanced of us. Children, (laughs) followers of God. That's the best thing that can be said for any of us. And so uh, time's about up. We'll have to stop right there. Any questions before we close? Brother? One, as you were talking about, basically, the, the Christianity is not just a bunch of do's and don'ts. Right. It's about Christ. Yeah, following him. Right. Here's a verse. Oh, you went to Romans 7. 
Wherefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. Amen. And, and so all these things are pointing you to the person who basically told you that. Right. Right. It's a person. Amen. The person. Yeah. Salvation is a person. You know, salvation is not embracing a set of doctrines and, and stopping a bunch of other things. Salvation is a person. Miss Cassandra. Mm-hmm. A blessing. Yeah. Well, and that's what it says in Hebrews. In Hebrews, uh, I remember it's twelve or thirteen. It says, you know, no correction seems to be pleasant at the time, <laughs> but grievous. And yet, at the same time, you know, you let have God be your person correcting you, and it produces a peaceable fruit of righteousness. And so, yeah, righteousness is often learned through correct. I mean, maybe most of the time. I don't know. I can't look into you guys' lives. I only know in my own life I've had to have the Lord correct me over and over and over and over. <laughs> Somebody say amen. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anything else? Let's. Yeah, Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, hey, I'm I am praying for God to I, I I try not to pray. God, you know, curse this party and bless this party. <laughs> I don't think that's a good prayer. <laughs> but Lord, give us good leaders, people who will fear you and do what's right. And uh, anyway, we listen, we're having a dearth of that type of leadership in our country. We need people who will fear God. And do what's right, despite what everybody else says. And of course, that goes along with the Christian life. So, anything else? Uh, yeah, Miss Mary. Amen. Yeah, no, that's true. And, you know, and, and truth be told, we're supposed to pray for the people who don't talk like they care about us at all. Um, we're supposed to pray for them. That's what the Bible says. And so, listen, if you're not praying for the president, vice president, Congress and Senate and state and local leaders, no matter what their political stripe is, then we're not being obedient. Real quick. Just real quick. There's a verse in the Old Testament that says they set up kings, but not by me. So I'm, I'm right. just kind of extrapolating that to what we're seeing as yeah. our leaders. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not—they're not kings and everything. Yeah. So I'm not making 100 percent right. correlation there. But. Yeah, but we're we're definitely supposed to to right. pray for them. <laughs> All right, thank you, Lord, for this time we've had. Thank you for your word. We thank thank you for being our guide. We thank you for Psalm 25 and Lord, the words of uh, teach, show me thy paths, teach me thy ways. And we do pray, Lord, you would teach us your ways. May you would change us into your image and people will see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. Please help us to be your people and shine for you. Please keep everyone safe as we go home. And uh, please keep uh, Melissa and Ben and, and Jonah safe as they uh, are traveling. And we pray to you, please bring everyone back. Bring Carl and Pat back safe and sound. And bless everyone here according to the need and all the prayers that were mentioned tonight and those that were not mentioned. And we thank you and ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Yeah, that was a good point. Still, still pray for them.